Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Homework Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hi. How's it going? It's awesome. It is awesome. Isn't yes, it? it's so awesome. We've been having a, a pretty sweet Ooh. couple of days. Yes. Haven't we? I mean, for us, days, but yeah. for the listener and the viewer, the hearer and the watcher, as you like to say. Our hearers and watchers, because <laughs> words are hard. Yes. It, it's It's been, you know, consecutive guests over a couple of weeks. But for us, it's been like the last few days. We've just been talking to some really awesome people. And you're about to hear and and see if you're watching. Oh, yes. This is definitely one to watch. Boom. My mind blown. 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 Yeah, whatever. <laughs> see, words are hard. Yeah, words are hard. You're right. It's, yes. It's uh, whatever you have is contagious, apparently. <laughs> we just got done speaking to, and you're about to see our interview or hear our interview with David Weiss. Uh, I from love the him. from the Flat Earth podcast. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, you'll hear me say, uh, you know, during the interview and everything, I've, I've heard him a bunch of times on a bunch of different podcasts. He's got a, a YouTube channel deep inside the rabbit hole. Uh, I've checked out a bunch of videos there. Really, really. Great guest, yes. uh, great speaker, knows his stuff like boom, like rattles stuff off. You know, he he can. You got a question about the Earth and and the and why it's like not ready. a globe? He, oh he, he was gosh. like boom, like right there with everything. It was like, awesome. We didn't pre-plan our questions. It was just like we have questions, and he was just ready <laughs> he, he to go. Had, yeah, he had him right there, it ready was so to go. Cool. Uh, if you are listening and, and you like audio, I mean, I think you'll be able to get the gist of everything listening. But if you're listening. I think watching will be uh, more beneficial to you because there's lots of visual stuff. Yes. I'll, I'll try to get pictures and, and post. I'll, I'll put them on the website. So remind me to put all the sure. pictures on the website. I'll try to take like still frames from the video and I'll try to put it on the website and have like a little gallery area. This is definitely one to watch though. For sure. But like I said, you, you'll still get the gist of everything uh, just listening and it was a great conversation. Again, doesn't matter what you believe, what you think. Just go into this with an open mind. Yes, please. And I mean, for us, we kind of were already, I, I wasn't even really on the fence about, I, I, I for a while have known in my eyes, in my mind, I should say, that we're not on a on a globe. We're not. Well, that's the thing. On a I don't think ball. we're on a globe. And I wasn't sure in terms of like you know, but what is really flat Earth? Because I've heard him before, but I, I'm just trying to visualize it. And with the visuals, because usually we're listening, but to be able to see what he was talking about, it just helped it click a little bit more. And Absolutely. there were certain things that really resonated with me and really made sense. And I was like. Oh, that way it makes way more sense, and it was it was really neat, and yeah, yeah I'm I'm so excited. Absolutely. What so, am I not excited? <laughs> I know, I know. It's I mean, I got to tell you, it's it's uh, it's awesome to be able to be in this chair right here in this position to be able to get to meet. Uh, I mean, granted, it's over you know Zoom, yeah. but just to be able to meet to and get to talk with, with and and just interact with with people who are thinking oh my god and they're not just accepting everything that's been told them they're actually questioning and they're thinking and they're looking and and experimenting and they're and they're they're doing what humans should be doing if I you think. have a, just a little inkling of doubt about what's going on in this world that's all you need just one little one little question one little inkling of doubt to say like just something doesn't feel right 
And then it's just start pulling the thread and it unravels. And yeah, you sometimes go down a lot of rabbit holes, but I feel like we're really digging down to the right way, like kind of making our own way and finding out things that just make sense for us. Because sometimes you go down rabbit holes and it gives you an unsettling feeling. You Something doesn't feel right. You feel off about what you're learning, what you're reading. And then lately the discussions we've been having with, you know, our guests, our friends, like a lot of these people have become our friends. And it just, it, it feels right. It makes sense. And speaking with David was one of those things where, it clicked and you're like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. And what about this? What do you think of this? And just having that great conversation, it, it was just really, it was really fun. And I just really hope everyone enjoys this episode. No, regardless of what you think, please just go into it with an open mind. Yeah. And I mean, that, that goes for any, anytime you, you listen or or watch us, we just ask, you know, have an open mind. You don't have to agree. You don't have to accept anything we say, just go into it with an open mind. And then think go inside yourself and think and you know does this make sense does it resonate with me and if it does great awesome explore it even further and if not that's okay too that's great let's all just you know be be happy being where we are and doing what we do and just being human you know (laughs) so without further ado i think we should just stop talking just let's just get into it uh, for everybody and uh, everybody get ready enjoy here we go with david weiss all right, so we are joined. We're very excited to be joined by David Weiss from the Flat Earth Podcast. Yay. David, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Awesome, awesome. Us too. So I found you, geez, I don't know, it's been a couple years since I first heard you on a podcast. I, I can't even remember what it was, but I've heard you speak several times since then. And every time I'm like, man, I, I, want, I wish I could just like hang out and talk with this guy because he has like so many great points. And anytime I have like a question that comes up, you, you somehow have answered it somewhere, you know, There's but only 10 questions. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how did you first get into questioning the shape yeah. of the earth? Well, I went in kicking and screaming like everybody else. And uh I was doing a conspiracy podcast and people uh, in the third year started sending, hey, Dave, have you looked into Flat Earth? Uh, This is when, you know, Eric DeBay had come out with his uh, uh, groundbreaking stuff and I refused to look at it, dumbest thing ever. I wouldn't watch a one minute video. And then uh, finally another researcher, Sophia Smallstorm, um, made a comment to me. She's like, I think the earth might be flat, you know, when we were both freaking out about how much deception there was in the world. And I actually lost it. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And she sent me over Mark Sargent's clues. I started watching those and I'm like, wait a minute. Those are good questions. So then I started looking and, uh, you know, it's not until you put down your ego, realize that what you think, you know, you have no proof of, I mean, everything they've taught us about the globe, that's just nonsense. And then when you start to look and uh, especially if you try to debunk, if you, if you try to prove the globe, you'll become a flat earther because the globe is the most ridiculous story ever. It's the dumbest thing ever. So. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I, I'm with you because that that's exactly, that's like kind of how I started to question everything too. I, I actually remember uh, being in Florida with, with Monique and it was shortly after we got married, we were walking outside and we're looking up at the sky. And I, I said to her, I said, you know what doesn't make sense to me? How can the sun be 93 million miles away it's hot it's the source of our heat and everything but the higher we go up it's cold it's colder and if and you know they tell us like movies and everything like that that it's cold in outer space well how can it be cold in outer space if you're getting closer to this heat source it always never made sense to me never jived you can make up all sorts of stories. It's because the energy is flying through space and it's not until it hits the atmosphere that it excites the molecules. Well, you know, that's reasonable. Um, the hottest place on earth is Death Valley, you know, is the lowest place on earth. Right. And uh, I believe that's because uh, the sun itself is electric in nature and it's sending energy here and it's exciting all of the molecules. And the lower you are, the more dense the molecules are. Do you think that the sun is 93 million miles away? I don't think it's 93 miles away. Really? 
Okay. Yes, please elaborate. <laughs> so the optics of the sky are super conf- not conf- confusing. Is that, that is that the word I want to use? They're very complicated. So there there's you ever see? Oh, that's what I was supposed to get. Um, you ever see the thing where um someone's got a, a, a empty glass and then there's an arrow behind it pointing one way and then they pour water in it and it changes directions. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's because you're looking through a curved glass. Well, if there is a dome up there, a translucent dome, like many of us think, all bets are off the table on which way the stars are going, which way, you know, everything that we see. And then we also believe, most of us, me, and uh, believe that space is liquid, probably water. So the optics of the sky are insane. And then the, the sun doesn't act like a physical object it acts like a it's an, it's like a non-physical object because if two if more than two people try to triangulate it the more people you add to triangulating something the far the closer it should get but the farther off the results get because everybody sees it in a position relative to their own position like if there was a a uh, if there was three of us outside and we're you know spread out you know 100 yards apart each and whatever and there was a a, a tree and we all started doing calculations. We could calculate where that tree is based on our, you know, based on angles and distances, right? Right. But if you try to do that with the sun with three people, the more people you add to the equation, the farther off it gets because everyone's seeing the sun like a reflection. Like if we were looking at the sun, if the sun was behind us and there was a giant mirror in front of us and we're 50 yards apart looking at the sun in the mirror, if a third person walked up to the mirror and drew a circle around the sun, then they walked over to the other person, you draw a circle 50 yards in a different position. They would see the sun in a different position because that sun you're looking at is not a physical sun. So what is the sun? I often look up and scream, what the hell are you? <laughs> I don't know. There's today, do you guys, are you guys familiar with my app? My, yes, uh, my I, have sun, I, ha- I have it. I do have it, yes. So the video today, the day of this recording, is about a uh, is from a guy named Flatwater, that's his channel name, and uh, he he proposes that the sun that we see is an energy source coming from the center, from the North Pole, shooting up at the dome, and it sure makes a lot of sense. You can you can take a glass dome and then shoot a light source at it, and it will create a a three D sphere looks like it's floating inside um, floating inside of the space of the dome. I actually actually have a little video I could pull up if I can find it. Um, so again, that is, it's so interesting when you're looking at that. But to, again, for, for those listeners that um, have never heard about Flat Earth, we don't have to speculate. There's things right here under our feet that we can um, look at and measure and prove that the earth is not what they say it is. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like it's, what exactly is it? Like, and is it just flat? Is it kind of like flat on top with something underneath? You know, like- let me show you. Okay. Let me show you this real quick. This This is really hard to see, but this star right here is floating in free space. So this is a dome and the star is behind this guy's head. It's, behind, it's across the room. And when it, when it reflects in the dome, it really looks like there's a physical star floating. It's like a hologram yeah. Yeah. and it looks like you can grab it, but you can't because it's not there. It's like, he's like putting his hand right through it. Huh. And when you see this, you know, that could be how we see the sun. I don't know. Interesting. It's all very interesting. So what is what is the flat earth? Well, if you Google flat earth, you end up at the flat earth society. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Flat earth society is a government controlled disinformation site to make you laugh at flat earth and never look at it again. You'll get pictures like this that say, you know, you know, the water falling off the earth, floating in space. You know, no, no flat earther believes that the stuff on the flat earth uh, society website is disinformation. It says that the earth flat earthers believe the earth is rising at 9.8 meters per second, you know, to, for gravity. No, we don't believe that. Nobody believes that. It's confusing um, too, because if you're just somebody who doesn't know and you hear about it and you're like, oh, okay, let me, 
look it up. That's what comes up first. And it sounds so professional. You think, oh, okay. But then you look at it and it's like, are they trying to get me to not believe it? <laughs> I don't know. So yes, I'm glad that so exactly, I'm glad you've said exactly that. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they're they're trying to get you to laugh at it and never look at it again, discount it. So if it's not a disc floating in space, what is it? The Earth is like just think of it as the 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 Earth system. Everything that we see in the sky is within the Earth system. The Earth is a flat plane. It's the the, the the basement of the universe. Just think of it that way, the basement of the universe. And we live in the Antarctic basin, just like a pond is in the basin of some hills, right? It's where the water accumulates and then the edge of the pond is where the water, is, where the land is higher than the water. Well, Antarctica is the highest land on earth. That's a fact, okay? Yeah. We live in the basin of Antarctica and this is the shoreline of Antarctica that holds our water in. It's the container of our water. Large bodies of water need a container. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat, okay? They say the earth is 70% water. I think it's more than 70% water, but even if it was just 70, water is testably, measurably, scientifically, provably flat when at rest. Yes, there's waves and there's drops and there's all sorts of stuff, but large bodies of water, anything bigger than a gallon, that's not even large, at rest will lay flat. Um, so when you get to the edge of the earth, you're just getting to the edge of the lake. You can step off onto the land and take a walk, but you're not allowed to because it's off limits to everybody. So just your personal opinion, how far do you think this goes Antarctica on? Goes? Again, anything beyond this pink line here, this is 60 degrees south, where no one's allowed to even bring fuel beyond that point. Really? Okay? No, um, yeah. And, and people say, well, well, people go to Antarctica every year. Yeah, they cost a fortune, 10, 20, 30,000 dollars. They take you right here to this little peninsula, mm -hmm. right, which is bigger than many countries, but it's tiny. And they show you some penguins and some icebergs. They bring you over here. They show you a ceremonial South Pole, but you can't verify where you are because nothing works down there. Compasses don't work and the GPS doesn't work. And NASA runs GPS anyway. So that's a whole nother issue. And then they kick you out. No one's allowed to go here. So how big is it? Maybe Antarctica is magnitudes bigger than all of the continents and all of the oceans combined. Kind of looks like, you know, it could mm -hmm. go on and on and on. Sure, yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe it's all frozen. Maybe it's all like this, right? Maybe Antarctica is only a thousand miles wide and then there's other oceans and other lands, extra terra beyond Antarctica. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. One thing that we've talked about before with other people is outer space and aliens. And one of the things I question is maybe if aliens aren't from outer space, but they're either here or different dimensions. So we've talked about, could it be like past Antarctica? There's something. So um, or exactly. Is it Chain Sorry, sorry. I just, I get excited sometimes because I know exactly. No, what it's awesome. No, go for it, man. <laughs> so, so. Change the word from alien to extraterrestrial. See, that's synonymous with you, right? Yeah, extraterrestrial. Sure. Absolutely. So if this is extra territory, more land, extra terra, extraterrestrials, and where would these extra terra, where would this extra terra be? In the inner space or the outer space? Yes. The outer space beyond <sighs> Antarctica yep. is where mm -hmm. extraterrestrials come. Now if you were an alien here and you had a mission to go and uh, anally probe somebody on Middle Earth, you could leave and leave at breakfast time and come home in time for dinner, okay? On a conventional aircraft, it's not that far. Versus they're coming from other planets which are going around other stars. Let's talk about those distances, okay? These are helio nonsensical distances, I call them. You ready? <laughs> sure. I, 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 I say the same thing a lot, but I'm going to say it because you guys haven't heard it. How long is one trillion seconds? Take a guess. If you guess within a week, I'll give you a Bitcoin. <laughs> a trillion seconds? Oh, yeah, one trillion seconds. Go ahead. Like yeah, a, month? a month? Go ahead. You want to guess? Six months. Very close. Really? 31,000 years. Oh, okay. No, okay. A, billion, a trillion seconds is 31,000 years. All right. One more time. A trillion seconds 
is 31,000 years. Can your brain even process that? No. I'm, I'm having that a hard time. Enough. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. no, that doesn't matter. 31,000 years is only 1 trillion seconds. I don't think 31,000 years even exists. Okay. In all of history. So the closest star is 25 trillion, excuse me, I'm spitting, 25 trillion miles away. 25 trillion miles away. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's think how far that is. So the sun, they, they tell us our sun is 93 million miles away, right? And our sun is the big yoga ball, the earth is a marble, okay? And if I put the sun a mile over your head, you'd look up and it would fill the entire sky, right? Right. I move it 93 million miles away. It's now the size of a coin held at arm's length. Okay. Yeah. It went from, it went from the entire sky, right? It went from the entire sky. I'm going to get my props out. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I went from the entire sky. I moved it 93 million miles away and it got that small due to perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. If I made it eight times farther, could you see it? Of course not. No, you couldn't. No, and what scientifically we can prove, but prove it by its angular size would get so small at double the distance. Your eye couldn't see it, but eight times the distance, eight times the distance is a light hour. The distance light travels in an hour. Okay. Okay. The closest star is forty thousand times farther than that. So then, how can we see it? Forty thousand times farther and that's the closest one the other ones are magnitudes farther how could your eye see any of that well the light isn't there it's been traveling for trillions of billions of years the star that you're seeing burned out you know you know before <laughs> humanity was even conceived that was always my favorite as a kid hearing that i love yeah. that i yeah, love that right. you know and a photon comes from the middle of the sun it takes a billion years to get to the outside of the sun and then it travels to earth in eight minutes and crashes and becomes plant food nonsense. Uh, I'm, I'm with you with all that stuff. Absolutely. It's, it's like they just pull the numbers out of their ass, you know, and like, that's exactly here you go. where it all comes from right out of their ass. <laughs> Pretty much. They just reach on up in there. Oh, what do we have today? <laughs> they, they do. Hey, what do we got today? Oh, some more shit. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right. <laughs> so, Go ahead. One of the things, too, I want to ask, because I was thinking about this as well, because, like, I just oh. I question everything. And when you think about astrology and real science, but it's like, how does it make sense? And I started wondering, maybe it's not the planets, but the planets represent a mathematical equation yeah. of some sort. But I just kind of like, you know, I'm trying to, like, make it so, logical in my brain. So I wanted to so, get your two cents on that. Yeah, I used to laugh at, you know, astrology people. I'm like, come on, you know, how does the retrograde motion of Mars, a dusty, dirty rock 25 million miles away that can't even affect our tides, you know, have any effect on my life? That's ridiculous, right? Sure. But when you actually look at Mars through our super zoom cameras now, which have outgrown their lives, it's not a dusty, dirty ball. It's kind of like an energetic thing. Uh, and you know, that's a little out of focus, but still each, these things kind of look one, it looks like it's underwater, but these are things within the earth system that they're all named after demigods, Mm -hmm. all of the, all of the planets. Right. And, and then if you look at the stars, you know, the stars are, 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 are nothing like what they tell us. They're, they're again, they're energetic, um, points of light. This is the star Arcturus. Does that look like a burning ball of hydrogen a hundred trillion miles away? No. No, it's right here. So these things are electromagnetic in nature. They may be sentient in nature and they're all connected to us. We are part of this entire system. I don't think, you know, we're, we're, we humans live on the earth. We can't live anywhere else. We can't separate from the earth because we're part of the earth. And these systems, this is the stars. um, What is this one? Sirius? No, this one is, uh, is Capella. Totally different. Sacred geometry shapes in there and colors. Crazy stuff. And here's Sirius. Yeah, they're all different. Hmm. Yeah. So, so astrology, you know, and I know uh, many astrologers that, um, 
they they use their they have their motions of the stars and the planets based on a heliocentric world belief and it, it works you know, it kind of you can make it work and they're making some good predictions but the astrologers that really lay their information lay their data over a flat non-rotating plane they're the real powerful astrologers they're the ones that are getting it right and that can figure things out a lot better astronomy is the pseudoscience astronomy is real science astrology is nonsense right I took four years of astronomy in college. I was the man, I knew my stuff. Nonsense, complete and total garbage. It's unbelievable. Yeah, oh, it, wow. it, it's, it's unbelievable. but that's the thing I've, I've realized because when I was a kid, I used to be so into planets and stars and then I was like, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah but, here's Pluto, here's Pluto <laughs> right? There's a desert on Pluto that looks kind of like the dog Pluto, right? Yeah. And, there, yeah. and Pluto, the planet was discovered the same year Pluto, the Disney character, was made. Coincidence, I'm sure. Pluto is a very popular name that year, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, popular. Like, geez. Well, that's the whole thing that Disney, Walt Disney's the one who kind of came up with the idea of outer space. And, and right. And they've had rocket scientists, you know, they have Werner von Braun on, you know, the head mm -hmm. of NASA, the, the German, you know, Nazi scientist, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Werner von Braun wrote a book in the 1950s called Project Mars. And this is the book right here. Okay. And it was about a group of people that went to live on Mars. And that group was led by a guy named Elon. Come on. What? In the book. <laughs> Jeez. And check this out. Here's Elon's rocket that he wants to take people to Mars in. Does it look pretty similar? Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Right. And Elon, a couple of weeks ago, tweeted, I think I want to redesign my, my rocket to make it pointier. <laughs> okay, this is all stage fair. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Everything. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know the saying, the world is a stage? Yeah. Yeah. Who said that? Oh, jeez. William Shakespeare. It was oh, okay. Shakespeare. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but William Shakespeare never existed. The world is more of a stage than you can even imagine. Because yes! even the yeah. quotes that we have yes! aren't even real. Yes. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page there for sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. For sure. So I want to ask about inner earth and hollow earth. What about that? Because yeah. you mentioned too with the light from the North Pole. So how would that work? Like, is it bullshit or is there something to it? It's just different. Here's, here's my opinion on Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth it, it kind of came around, I think, right after Admiral Byrd went to explore the outer lands in Antarctica and yes. said, mm -hmm. there's land bigger, you know, beyond the pole. He said, well, how, beyond the pole, how does that work on a ball? Um, there's land bigger than the United States and no human has ever stepped foot on, okay? Well, then, and, and the tropical land, and they're like, so I think they came up with this Hollow Earth theory like that he went into the hollow earth the conspiracy they can they can capture the minds of the conspiracy theorists and still keep them in a sphere right the ball is a prison for your mind right mm -hmm. if i if you had a mountain lion as a pet and you had him uh, fenced in your uh, quarter acre lot you think he'd be happy no probably not if you put him in a you know 500 yard fence probably still won't be happy you put him in a 500 mile circle 50 mile circle, you know, in a safari park, he'd one day come across the fence and go, eh, a fence, he'd turn it around and go back and, mm -hmm. you know, go eat friggin' muskrat or something, right? Right. Take down an antelope. Um, but he put a human in there. I don't care if it's 50,000 miles. They see the fence, they want to go to the other side. Yeah. So how did they put us in a prison? They put us on a ball. Mm -hmm. It's a prison for your mind. Right, the True Man Show. What did what did it, his teacher say when he said, "I want to be an explorer"? She goes, "Everything's been ex discovered, True Man. There's nothing left That's to right. discover." Yeah. That's what they want us to believe. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of what they tell people is just, uh, you know, the the misinformation. They they just either try to distract them or they try to fluff something over. Like when you talked about Antarctica, my dad went there for, with the Navy. And it was like, oh, we didn't really see where we were going. We were just, we went to this part and then we like went diving. And you had mentioned it's probably just this little small part, which yes, is a big to us. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't really get to go explore. It was just like, here's your little area. Go diving. Do your drills. Do your exercises. That's it. 
And now I'm thinking, even if somebody did explore, and if Admiral Byrd, like, was believing what he did, maybe he just went through Antarctica, that border, and then found what was on the outside. Maybe, and then he turned around, and then he never spoke again publicly, and then he died. Mm. Mm. Go figure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to believe it, you know, that that he really did go somewhere. So so that I was just thinking right. about that, like that could be possible. I, I, yeah. I mean, it also could be that that, you know, there's a thing called revelation of the method where the, the controllers of this world are not allowed to um, completely deceive us. They have to tell us what they're doing. And that's part of the spell. So maybe that was part of the spell. Like, hey, he told you, yeah. you know, it's your fault. But you, you know, you didn't take it in, yeah. you know. They told you we were spraying the skies. They they told you, you know, what the jab does. They told you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So True. So what about the dome the over dome. the earth? Because that's, that's a theory that's been mentioned. And what is it? Is it plasma? Like, what is it? The dome is speculation it could be an energetic dome it could be plasma it could be molten glass it could be frozen oxygen it could be it could be a lot of different things you know there's biblical accounts of the you know the biblical the bible says it's a you know a frozen looking glass um or something like that uh you know there the you know about the go fast rocket the the are you familiar with the go fast rocket i've heard of it so the go fast rocket is this amateur rocket that was launched up in Arizona. It went up 73 miles straight up, you know, gave us an uninterrupted feed unlike NASA with seven cuts in the first 10 seconds. Right. And then all of a sudden it went kerplunk. It went into a more viscous solution. You know, it went into something. It didn't, it sounded like water, but if it was water, it might've broken apart at that speed, but then it was just floating there in this plasma, if you will. Mm. Not sure, you know, maybe it's far enough away from the earth where the earth's electromagnetics don't affect it. Um, and also here, this is the moon. Well, the moon was over New Zealand at that time. Okay. Hmm. Well, that would be like, you know, if the earth was a basketball, that rocket is a fraction of a millimeter over that basketball over the top of it in New Zealand's down here on the bottom. Right. There's no way you would see the moon. So yeah, I would think it would have to be like way further out. Yeah. It would have to be. Yeah, well, the Earth is flat, so it's just they're just. So it doesn't matter. It's just there. Out. Yeah, it's just there. And the reason you can't see it from the ground is because perspective and atmospheric density, you know, uh, block your view. Now it, we just you just mentioned the moon. So what what do you think? What's the moon? Cheese. <laughs> All right, I'll buy that. I'll show I mean... you four moons. Ready. <laughs> And real quick, the, 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 the person's going to grab the first one. Um, I'm not going to tell you how many of these are spheres or if any of them are spheres. You have to guess. Is this a sphere? This one here. Sphere? Sure. It, it looks, looks like, like it. it. Well, you, you're kind of half right. You couldn't see the other side. Uh -huh. How about this one? Is this one a sphere? Again, it, it, it looks, looks like, like it. It. From, it does look yeah. like it. Good answer. Good answer. But it's not. It's flat. Oh, okay. no kidding. How about oh, this one? Trixie. Is this one a sphere? It looks like it. Yeah. Well, that's a concave. Oh. All right. So what I'm saying is I don't care if the, the moon is a sphere. It kind of looks like a sphere to me. Yeah. It doesn't matter what shape the lights are in your ceiling. Your floor is flat. Okay. There's no correlation to the pool balls on the pool table and the pool table itself. Mm. Okay. So what is the moon? Again, it doesn't act like a physical object when uh, it, it, and it doesn't light like it's reflecting sunlight. You know, the moon, the moonlight, uh, you know, when you're in the middle of nowhere and it's full moon, you can read by it. You can drive with your lights off, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. And it's casting shadows in the ground. So how does this dusty, dirty ball reflect sunlight 238,000 miles back so bright you can read by it? Exactly. And and there's a thing called the inverse square law of light. Every time you double the distance of something, it, gets, it loses three quarters of its brightness. So it's only a quarter as bright and you double that distance. So... And the same is in reverse. So if this is one lumen, halfway to the moon is four lumens. Cut that in half. That distance half, it's 16 lumens. Cut that, it's 64 lumens. And when you get to 100 miles, it's like 10 million lumens, okay? 10 million lumens would melt your eyeballs, okay? This is not 10 million lumens. This is 
an astral liar in a Hollywood set with a you know with the sure. the edge of the set right there, maybe twenty <laughs> feet away. Yep. Okay. It's it, it's all theater. It's all nonsense. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, uh, you're familiar with Crow Triple Seven, the lunar wave, and everything. Crow's the man. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree with you there. Have you listened to every single one of his podcasts? Not every single one, but a All lot right, of well, them. Get back to me when you do. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Um, so for all our listeners out there too and yes. our watchers check them all out yes yeah yeah, yeah. He, he yeah he definitely is the man yes. he, he gets I, you I thinking mean, if you want a college education don't go to college take all that money half of that money invested in crypto and then take five dollars and invested in crow a month and listen to all 300 plus episodes and you will be a different person when you come out the other side Oh, they're amazing. They are wonderful episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. every time I listen, I'm like, damn. Definitely. Yeah, two, I think it's 285 is really good. Okay. I'll have to make got sure. Okay. Guy, it's got some guy on it named David Weiss. No. Well, you were also on my friend Karen Rontowski's podcast, Paranormal I Karen. Was. Yes. All right. And um, yeah, no, because you make the rounds and sometimes people get upset. Hearing yeah, what you do. have to say. And Absolutely. We're, we're all about just open your mind. Look at things from a different perspective, whether you want to agree with it or not. Just take it in. See how you feel. You know, process it a little bit. And at the end of the day, you got to go with what your gut says. So if somebody's listening to this episode and they think, oh, this is just hogwash, you just listen and process it. And if you still feel that way, then okay, it is what it is. I, I have an offer for, for them. Let me, um, I'm going to, can you activate screen sharing? Yes. Let and, me um, turn that on. I'm going to show you my app. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. All right. Let me, right? let me get the screen share. Okay. It should be all set. You did it. All right. So can you see that? Yes. So this is my, my, my app, uh, and it's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. So the sky is a perfect clock. Now, you see the sun, it's trailing behind the hour hand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know why it's not on the hour hand? Because we're in fake daylight savings time here in the United States. Yes. All right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they throw our body clock off by changing the time. The sun tells you when it's noon. Wherever the sun is, it's noon. Yeah. So. Um, during fake daylight savings time, the sun is not on the hour hand, but the sun goes around once every 24 hours and wherever it is, it's noon and it, I'll speed it up and the sun will lap the moon every 28 days. So you see, it's catching up to the moon slowly and the mm -hmm. moon phases change. So yeah. The sun keeps track of the hours and the days, the moon and its position and phase keep track of the weeks and the months. There used to be 13 months of 28 days, but they hijacked that also. I had read to that too. I had read about yeah. that. Yeah. And then, um, and then I slow it down and I turn on the stars, the stars, the Zodiac, mm -hmm. which we were talking about. Um, those fixed stars, which is impossible in the heliocentric beehive nonsensical system, the, they lap the, the sun once a year. So they're going slightly faster than the sun. So right now, the sun is in uh, Taurus, I believe. And uh, next month, this zodiac will catch up to it. So it'll be here and then it'll be here, right? And mm -hmm. then a, and a year later, Taurus will catch up and the sun will be right back where it is. So the, they, they all catch up. Um, that's how the that sun is in each zodiac for about a month. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing, this is how seasons work. Check this out. So right now the sun is over that red line, which is the equator. We're right, you know, we're just, we went past the equinox. This mm -hmm. is migrating in towards the inner yellow line, which is the Tropic of Cancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the outer line is the Tropic of Capricorn. So if I jump forward two months, go three months. So there, this is the heat of our summer, right? You know, beginning of July, end of June, and the sun is over the trop Tropic of Cancer. So the sun is closer to the inner northern land. So it's closer. So it's higher in the sky, right? Yeah. It's closer. So it's higher. And then six months later, it's all the way out over the Tropic of Capricorn. And it's farther away from us, so it's lower in the sky, and we have our winter. And then 
you know, South America and uh, Australia have their summer because the sun is higher in the sky and over their heads. That's how seasons work. It's very simple. Mm. So you know, on, on the app, this it shows you how a compass works, north and south. Uh, north is in the center. South is every direction away from the center. East and west are circles, right? Mm -hmm. We can, we can uh, look into that. Um, and there's a whole bunch of features. I'll show you time zones. So there are all the time zones, you know, wherever the sun is. Whoops, I turned it on and off. Um, it shows you like right now it is 9 a.m. in Eastern Australia or 9.30 in the morning. And it's uh, one in the morning in uh, South Africa, in Africa, Central Africa. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's the challenge I have for people that are saying this is the dumbest thing ever. Every day there's a new video here, the featured video of the day. And uh, I you click that, that, that thumbnail and up comes the video. I do short videos during the week, longer ones on the weekend. And I say, just listen to um, the, the featured video every day for two weeks. And if you still think the earth is flat, I mean, a, a globe, um, you could email me one proof of the globe and I'll give you a Bitcoin. But before you do it, you have to click this, the question mark. And up comes all of the questions that you'll ask, you know, like, hey, what about eclipses? You know, what about ships over the horizon? You know, what about southern flights? It's uh, like Jeff Booty. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, what about eclipses? If I click that, up comes a playlist of videos that YouTube won't feed, serve you. These are the stuff that it's hiding from you. You search, you know, how do eclipses work on a flat earth? You're going to get how eclipses don't work on a flat earth, and you're going to get propaganda. Mm. And the fact that they have to not serve you the good stuff kind of tells you they're hiding something. Um, the app does a whole bunch of other stuff, but um, you know, has, has images. Like someone says, you know, we really went to the moon. Did we really go to the moon? Whoops, what happened to my picture there? Oh yeah, we did an episode on that a while back, yeah. just kind of pointing out. Look at that, look at that <laughs> craftsmanship <laughs> in this. Right. <laughs> Yeah, look at this. Yeah, and just the reflections in their helmets and everything oh, yeah, make no sense. And there, there's so many things to pick apart. The other thing I can't remember if you mentioned, but your app is free. So for no, all our... Not, the app is not free. It's, it's not? not free. No, it's, it's not free. No, it's $3. Oh, $3. okay. Cents. But so, it's not a monthly fee. No, it's not a monthly fee. Okay. But in it is an option to subscribe. And the reason there's an option to subscribe is because people um, wanted a way to donate. You're not allowed to, because they love the app and they wanted me to put more stuff in it and I keep adding more stuff, but you're not allowed to put a donate button. So I put a single pop-up that pops up and says, would you like to subscribe for $11 for the year and 99 cents a month? And you could immediately hit X, it goes away and it only shows up once every 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And you still get everything. Well, it's what, $3.99 you said? It's like it's, it's free. Two ninety nine. So it's three bucks. It's like it's free. Come on, people, get the app. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go read the reviews in the app store. Okay, read the reviews in the app store, and then you'll see what people are saying about it, and then maybe you'll you know you'll cough up the money. Um, I put the app costs a lot of money to make. I'm not here. I'm not here to sell apps. I'm here to show you stuff about the flat Earth, and because YouTube's hiding it, this is the single best way mm -hmm. to. Uh, learn about the uh, learn about the flat earth and, and it's um, fun and people love it and it's fun and it you know people drink you know uh, uh buy a soda or a snapple or something and that, that costs you three dollars right there right it's gone yeah exactly in 20 minutes it's exactly. gone this you have for the rest of your life and you get fed new information every day and it's a great way like if you're a flat earther already you're you probably already have it most flat earthers already have it but it's the greatest way to wake up your friends and family. Mm -hmm. People say, you know what? I gifted it to my to my family member, to my friend, and uh, they woke up, and now I have somebody I can talk to and yeah. not look at you and go, "How stupid are you?" <laughs> <laughs> but even if you're on the fence, it's just something. It's yeah. It's I think it's worth it because again, you're trying to get different perspectives. I think it's a good investment to say, like, "Hey, let me give myself a chance. I don't know how I feel about it. Let me learn." It's not an investment. It's three dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's an investment in your time to yeah. stop and look at something, to watch videos, to try what, what to people, learn. What people say is, 
you know, people, everyone's working the nine to five grind and like, oh, I gotta get up. People are saying it's really helped them start their day because when they get up in the morning, there's like, oh, the new video, well, I'll, I'll watch it while I'm watching eating breakfast. Right. And it really puts a, you know, watching a good flat earth video, it actually is very good. It's quite invigorating. Like, when you become a flat earther, every day you, you have this childlike curiosity in your eyes because you know, you're not, you're no longer in the prison. You've, you've escaped from the matrix. It's like Neo. He escaped from the matrix and he figured out who he is, where he is, what he is and the power of his own mind. That's what this is all about. They don't want us to know the power of our mind. They don't want us to know that nobody has dominion over us. Nobody has control over us, mm -hmm. that we are um, free spirits. And, uh, you know, they have us living in fear where we willingly give up our rights, you know, physically, mentally, uh, financially. Yeah. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about control. And so, you know, with all the stuff going on in the world right now, I say, you know, if we ever get our freedom back, how long are we going to hold on to it? If we're spinning out of control, lost in space, we have no idea who we are, where we are. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Now, you said they. And I, I like to ask this question Who do you think <laughs> they is? I always try to think of a funny answer, but I'm like, I'll offend somebody <laughs> if I say that. I'm like, it's the Jews, it's the blacks, you know, it's the Jesuits. Um, it's the royal families. It's the bloodlines that have been running this place, you know, for I don't know how long, maybe 100 years, maybe 500 years. I, I don't know. Uh, the, the council formulations, the United Nations, you know, Bill Gates, that the, the whole Rockefeller bloodlines, all of these people are related, you know. Mark Zuckerberg is a Rothschild, not a Rothschild, he's a Rockefeller, mm -hmm. okay? He's Rockefeller's grandson. You know, they're all related. So they look at us as useless eaters. They, they literally look at, at us as a different race and uh, they are trying to call the population right now. So why am I talking about Flat Earth? Just like I said, if you don't know who you are, where you are, or the power of your mind, you're gonna give away everything and you're gonna end up giving away your life. No, we agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people, well yes, because uh, people don't realize how strong they are, how powerful they are, how much their mind can do. And they just let other people control it. They're like zombies just watching the TV, watching the news, believing everything that's fed to them. And yeah. it, it's like, well, how do you break out of that? You shut off the TV and you start exploring. You start asking questions. You become curious. You want to know more. And you open your mind to find out things. They don't want you even to know there's a question there. This is programming from before you could even talk. You know, your parents probably sure. put a, a mobile of a solar system over your bed. And, you know, and then you're watching kid, kids television and then the books and everything. It's all every book, every every show. It's all globe programming. And then you go to school and there's a globe in the front of the class. Yep. One of the first worksheets you bring home is the solar system. Yep. How the sun, the orbits. <laughs> it's all there and then they teach kids about dinosaurs and how an asteroid took them out and mm -hmm. killed them so yeah. now the basis of their reality is that uh, an asteroid could take us out at any moment yeah. right so yeah. that fear life mm -hmm. built around fear yes. yeah fear is the killer fear is the only thing to be afraid of absolutely you know? we homeschool our kids and yeah thank god <laughs> and, and they'll do the lessons and we're like it's good to get what they're to see what they're saying so when other people talk about it you know what they're yeah. speaking of but it's all bullshit it's not real you know it's like we're explaining to them this is what they teach people but this isn't what's real and you know and our 13 year old was learning about the moon and he was just like what they're saying makes no sense he, he's just like pointing out all these inconsistencies when they're teaching about dinosaurs, pointing yeah. out why it doesn't make sense. And so this is a kid who hasn't had all the propaganda shoved down his throat and he's able to say like, mm. yeah. And that's yeah. without any prompting from us. He Nothing. just came to us and said, that doesn't make any sense. And we we, we like, let Whoa. them do the lesson right. and then we and talk you, after and, and he comes and to us saying that. So School is just an indoctrination system, you know, yeah. where if you memorize and regurgitate, you get the A yeah. and you get to become the teacher. Mm -hmm. And what do yeah. they do in school? They teach you to raise your hand. They teach you to speak when given permission. Yeah. Raise They're your hand. You be a good little yeah. slave in the prison and a prison for your mind. Yes. It's unbelievable so unbelievable that most people don't believe it <laughs> yeah it's true 
It's true. The lie is so big that yeah, nobody nobody right. believes it's happening. Yeah. yeah. This is the Suez Canal. It's 120 miles long. It was built on a straight datum line, and there should be there should be you know over 7,000 feet or 8,000 feet of curvature. It's a mountain, right? And it's flat as can be. Never calculated for curvature. They forgot to calculate for the curvature. <laughs> oh, they forgot. They forgot. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. It's yeah. funny how that happens, right? They just forget stuff. <laughs> like, oh, we didn't think of that. <laughs> so what would, what, like, if somebody said to you, you know, hey, uh, you know, I've got a million dollars for you. Is the earth flat or a globe? Are, do you have any hesitation? And if you do, what would the, the, the number one thing that would give you hesitation? Like, what thing that you don't understand um, would make you think it's a globe? If you would have asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have said, well, when you're looking, you're at the beach and you're watching a ship go away, it disappears. So it's obviously going over the curve. That was what I believed before you could see with cameras and technology catching up. And now you can see a ship, however, you know, however many miles away, it doesn't disappear. Right. It just gets out of your eyesight. It, you know, right. But that and would have been my from thing. The bottom up. Watch this one disappear from the bottom up. It all has to do with angular resolution, the little wave front edge, yep. the thickness of the air, because the thickness is the lowest part is the thickest and it's gone. You just can't see it. It's yeah. still there. Mm -hmm. It's still there. And I think seeing videos right. like that is kind of what made us be able to put it together a little bit more and say like, oh, wait a minute, it is yeah. there. It's just, it's not like it went over somewhere. And we live in New Hampshire. And uh, if you go to the top, is it Mount Washington? Where if you go up to the top and on a clear day, you can see Boston. There's, yeah, there's when different they, mountains. When they were telling us that, I was going, but what about the curve of the earth? Wouldn't that, how does that work? If the earth yeah. is curved, how can you see that far away? But you can. So if the earth was a globe, like we're told that, that wouldn't be possible. Right. And the other thing is, you know, people say, well, if it's flat, we can't see Mount Everest. Well, it's the thickness of the air. Yeah. Um, your eyes just can't see forever. Mm -hmm. um, th this is uh, this is Mount Canigou. This is uh, Allusia, France, and this is a famous viewing spot. And out in the middle is Mount Canigou, but you can't see it because it's 185, 175 miles away, I think. And uh, at that distance from that viewing height, the top of the mountain should be a mile below the physical curvature. So a Glober believes this is the physical horizon, but this is just an optical horizon. The other thing is the you couldn't see Mount Canigou at night because there's no light reflecting off of it. But during the day, the light that's reflecting off of it isn't strong enough to push all the way through and get to your eyes. It just can't make it so it looks like sky. Mm -hmm. But the sunlight is bright. It's the brightest light in the, that there is. And on uh, two days a year, it lines right up with Mount Canigou. And as it moves beyond it, you can see Mount Canigou. You can see and it. this oh. is the highest part. And this should be a mile below the curvature. Yeah. And it's not. It's right there. Wow. And it's not a mirage. Mm -hmm. that, that's so cool. That is awesome. One yeah. question I have is um, in terms of the earth and the core. Now, what is it? Seven or eight miles? That think, we've Was it eight miles? The, the, the furthest we've drilled, I eight think. Eight miles. Okay. So what what is that? Why can we only go so deep? It, what is beneath us? So this is the deepest hole ever dug, and they used ground penetrating radar when they were doing it, and the ground penetrating radar was wrong every step of the way. Like, oh, there's no more rocks, we hit more <laughs> rocks. Oh, there's no more water, they hit more water. So the ground penetrating radar is useless. So the, the, the equivalent, and so then they hit an impenetrable barrier. They couldn't get through. It was too hot, too hard, whatever it was, they couldn't get through it for years. So that's like drilling halfway through the skin of an apple, okay, where you were wrong guessing what was halfway through the skin of the apple. Then all of a sudden you hit an impenetrable barrier halfway through the skin, but you know what's at the core because you're science. <laughs> Right, right. Science, science. <laughs> right. Science right. doesn't and, and lie. Science says, science says the the core is a magnetic, molten magnetic core. Well, find me a magnet that can melt and maintain its magnetism. That's called the Curie point. When you heat a magnet to a certain degree, it loses all its magnetism. So that's this is just another joke they're pulling on us, right? You yeah. know, we grew up on this meme. This mm -hmm. is a yes. meme. There's zero science behind it. Zero. But they'll assume that well, it has to be because we have the magnetic field, the you know the 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 magnetic poles. It has to be. 
Oh no, the, the magnetic poles are another lie. It's all lies. Everything's a lie. Everything. Every yeah. It takes pre- a strong person to be able to accept that though and say, like, okay, it's all lies. So what is real? You know? Yeah. yeah that it, it, Awesome stuff, man. This is great. Awesome this stuff. is yeah, great. Just, I know we kind of went everywhere, but we just yeah, had we, a lot of questions that yeah. like things that we wanted to talk about and bring up. I'm sure as soon as we get uh, done, I, we're gonna probably think of like a million more. So oh, you got sure, something else? This is, this is a map that was found in Hawaii, a Japanese map that was found. I don't I don't even know it was how long ago it was, but it was in a newspaper. It's showing like fifty other continents outside beyond Antarctica. Pretty weird. What? Right. Here's an artist's conception of maybe there's a dome inside a dome inside a dome, and they're all different realms beyond. We live here in the middle, in Middle Earth. Oh okay. yeah, there you go. Maybe and then we're out in here Earth. is another sun and a moon, and another sun and a moon, and another sun and a moon. Huh. Speculation. We don't know what's out there. Of course, it's a possibility. And another one I like. This is one I like, and and so many people don't like it. If this is a, you know, our sun circles around here and has melted out this pond because it's oscillating in between the two tropics, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it melted out this puddle. What if across the plane over here was another sun, melted another pond and another pond and another pond, like bubble wrap? And they were all domed ponds with worlds. I don't know, it could be this, you know, the skin of a giant. I don't know, whatever you want to, whatever it wants to be. Yeah. Wow. That all of that, all of that makes a hell of a lot more sense than the helio nonsensical solar yeah. system. No, and it's I love that thought. Solar system. They're trying to steal your soul by denying your divinity, denying who you are. Our souls are like a piece of God within us that is having an experience here on earth to expand the mind mm-hmm. of the universe, of God, of whatever you want to call it. And uh they don't they're trying to hide that from you they're trying to make you give up your soul sell your soul like yes. many celebrities do like nas sold his soul oh the the sneaker guy the yeah, that bad guy that, deal. that got anally probed by the devil in the music video <laughs> we, we don't have cheat we don't have cable <laughs> it's good <laughs> yeah we miss out on a lot of stuff it took our friends to tell us about the the evergreen ship and everyone's like oh do you yeah. hear about that yeah. like no, no, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> we well, don't have cable. We don't have yeah. news. So, so wait a minute. You, so you don't watch the news. So you're no. not susceptible to Corona. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't we're exist immune. here. Yeah. yeah, we're immune. Yeah, you're right. immune because you don't have television. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, do you think that uh, these, the controllers, the Royals, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, whoever, do you think that they know the truth? They know yes. what's going yes. on? Yeah, okay. like 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 the the Clintons and the, the Obamas and the they all know they're all involved. You know, Hillary at her her speech when she lost the election said, "We you know there's a we're all under that glass dome. We're gonna break through it." And it's supposedly an analogy for women, you know, coming into power. She's talking about they're trying to break God's creation. Okay, they're trying to break creation. Now, again, for those of you listening, I'm not religious. I'm not anything like that. But when you realize we don't live in a heliocentric system, we live in a, a created system. So there's a creator. Whoever created this place did a pretty good job, you know, and it was created for us. And we're here, you know, in this realm, maybe we come back again and again and again with, uh, you know, with our, with a soul having this journey and we're here with amnesia to make it more fun. You know, Mm -hmm. we, our minds, you know, we have to listen to our soul, but they've blind, they've drowned, drowned out, you know, from hearing your your soul with television and nonsense and and lies so wow no and and we agree we definitely agree with that so yeah let me uh let me before i have to go i got another show i gotta go to my my podcast my facebook page my website is called the flat earth podcast very easy the flat earth podcast.com my instagram the flat earth podcast um and my YouTube channel, all free, if you don't want to buy the app, D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. It's all short videos there. Watch a few of those. Um, all good yes. stuff. And we'll put everything we check, in the We show check it notes. out all the time. Yeah, yes. all good yep. stuff. We love it. And, uh, and well, all I say is, you know, if you think Flat Earth is stupid, ask yourself, why do you believe you live on a globe? Give me one reason. And, and that's what got me when people said, why do you live? Someone said, why do you live on a globe? 
I couldn't come up with one thing. I thought there was thousands and none for flat earth. The opposite is true. Yeah. We oh. can see yeah. too far. We, you know, all of, all of these things. David, yeah. this has been an absolute treat. Thank you awesome. so much for joining us and for answering all our questions and for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome. Take care. Take care. You Thank go. you again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that was freaking awesome. If you know, in my view, I thought that was freaking awesome. Okay, everyone, raise your hand <laughs> if your mind was blown. Yes, our hands yeah. are raised for our yeah, peers. absolutely. Yeah, that was that was great. I mean, uh, again, just some of the, just the visual stuff that he was showing. I'm I'm going, wow, okay, it made sense. Wow. It's like, okay, right. I believe, I, I believe, and and well, just, it's not. I mean. It, I it think makes I think sense. it makes sense, yeah. But I think it's it's important too, even with a visual aid like mm-hmm. that and, and the and the stuff that he was showing. I think it's still saying that you believe something or that you believe in something. I still think it's very dangerous. Well, I I think this is what makes the most sense to me, and I think one of the things that I was really like, whoa, was when we talked about the dome within the dome within the dome. That I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I I can see that being more real than what we're being told now. Right, but it's it's. I mean, David said it himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. Yeah, nobody really. I mean, you but know. you have to go with what makes sense for you. Right, and and I did ask him. Well, do you think that they know? And he said yes. Yeah. And and I mean that makes sense to me that mm-hmm. they you know the yeah. whoever's running the show around here probably does know what's really going on. That's why they have these different control systems built in to keep us from knowing. Yeah. And and keep us just believing again that we're on a, a ball. Just Okay, I don't believe. I'm feeling it. <laughs> that's better. I, I like that better. I like that better. But that yeah, that's that's the only thing. The the word believe to me it, it be the lie. It's it's kind of <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. I mean it's I, I think that's dangerous no matter what it is whether that's religion or, or whatever, because when you when you believe in something, yeah. you're you're kind of almost giving up your thought. Yeah, and and th- maybe that's not what I meant. I, I just meant I'm vibing with. I that. was I wasn't trying to pick on you, but yeah, I just, you were. You were trying right, to pick fine, on me. I was. I always pick. It's on okay. Me. Put it, me it in my place. I can take do? it. I'm a strong woman. Okay. <laughs> you feel better now. We're just having fun. Uh, yes, absolutely. So that was a great great conversation again, and. uh yeah, I, 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 we hope that you got as much out of that as we did. And yeah. and again, for us, where we, we've always kind of been questioning, especially the last few years, been questioning everything. This was, this was more just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm blanking on the word, but uh, reinforcement mm-hmm. of, of what we've kind of been thinking about. This is more like ammunition and reinforcement to kind of, yeah really think and, and get those wheels turning even more. And just uh, just those visuals that he was showing. Yeah. Again, just, oh, yeah, okay. It, it, it was, it was awesome. re- Yeah. So, I mean, for what it is, regardless of what you think, what you're feeling, what you're vibing, just if you went into it with an open mind, we hope that you enjoyed it. We hope you maybe got something from it. Who knows if it reinforced the opposite of it, you know, that's okay. Absolutely. But let us know. Let us know what you think. And did you learn something different? Did something click in your head about what you've been feeling or thinking? And did it make sense? Did it not make sense? Yeah, we'd love to hear yeah, from you. we do. Uh, you know, we, we say that all the time. Uh, so you can find us on primarily on Twitter. Primarily on Twitter, at Pod. We also have a Minds that we're... I mean, I forgot to update. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. All right. At so we're on podcast. that one too. Yeah. If, but if nobody's Twitter's on not there. Your thing, yeah. Yeah. To so find us if you're on there. Please, please do. Uh, and of course, our website. Homewreckerpodcast.com. There you go. And then you, my lady, also have. Before we get to that, for our watchers, find us on YouTube and Brighteon. And I'm really trying to push Brighteon just because it's we have, we're getting more and more YouTube subs- subscribers, which is awesome. But Brighteon is an alternative to YouTube. So if we say something that they don't like, we could be shut down. So it's it's a backup, but it's something good to just, if you like that alternative, it's something good to go there as well. Subscribe and like our videos and comment. Talk to us. Yeah, please do. Yes. We, we try to interact with everybody. We, we try to answer any comments uh, if we see them. Yeah. We, we, we try to answer them and we try to interact with people. So 
we, we love it. I mean, this is, that's what this is all about. It's a, it's all yeah. about interacting with other people. We don't want to just talk to ourselves. I mean, that's, we do. I mean, well, we do, but, but I mean, it's we, we don't just do this for us. We do this because we want to interact. We want to hear from other people. And hear from other people as well. Yeah, we want other, to connect with others. Yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah. this is all about. So, uh, again, as Monique said, like and subscribe if Please. you can. And if you subscribe, like wherever you subscribe for podcasts, subscribe, like. And if you can give us, I know iTunes has the five, the reviews. Please give us five stars because that helps us get seen. It helps yes. people find us. And if you want to give a one star, two star, star, if that's how you're feeling, I get it. But we prefer you don't. <laughs> just give us the five star. Yeah, just five. <laughs> just I mean, five. five. Even Why if you hate five? us, give us a five star. Show us how much you don't like us by giving us a five star. Put right. us in our place, right? Sure. That's how it works, right? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Right on. But yeah, and <laughs> if you, you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle, one L underscore. I have an Etsy shop. Wonders by Monique. And I have a website, tarotbymonique.com. You can get a tarot or oracle reading. You can buy Organite. I also have smudging spray, candles, incense, a lot of fun stuff. So please check it out. And how about you? I'm on Twitter at the Alex Arion because somebody took Alex Arion for some He's reason. The, but I'm the, the one and only. The. That's right. <laughs> And uh, you can find me on alexarionfitness.com as well. Check me out there. Oh, I'll check you out. Check me out. Until next time, big thanks to David Weiss. Thank you. And thank you for everyone for listening. And thanks to everybody for listening, watching. I noticed we're getting a lot of listeners in Australia. Yeah. Which is awesome. We love all of our heroes and watchers. it's It's pretty cool. I gotta say, it's pretty cool. It's too bad that what's going on in the world right now is going on because I'd love to go to Australia. I've never oh been. Gosh, yeah. That'd be cool. I want to go everywhere. Yeah. You will. Someday. You hopefully. Will. Hopefully someday soon. That would be great. Beyond the Antarctic wall. Wouldn't that be something? One day. Wouldn't that be something? I'm going to astral project there, see what's going on. There you go. All right. Well, until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.